Welcome to Wellness with KC, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Corinne Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Wellness with KC. So excited to have you here. Um, Sorry for missing you last week. I was congested. I had a little bit of a cold and I hate when I listen to podcasts and the other person or this person speaking is like noticeably sick and just sounds gross. So I figured I'd do you guys a favor and just skip a week. And that's what happens when uh, you're the boss. You can just skip weeks. (laughs) Um, But I'm excited to be back today. We're going to talk about a concept called crowding out. So this is really good for anyone who has a history of restrictive eating and wants some help. So we'll talk about that. Um, First, just a few like non-important updates. I am freezing right now. Um, If you hear me like my my teeth chattering, I think that's the word, Um, that is because I'm frozen. I just went out and I voted. It is Tuesday that I'm recording this, so you guys will hear this on Wednesday. Um, But hopefully you guys voted. I will say though, like total not wellness related rant, Um, but I'm curious on if anyone knows the answer on why this happens. I just, I'm not a fan. So when you go and vote, you know, you check in, um, and they print out like a piece of paper and it has your political party. And I hate that. Like, number one, why does anyone need to know your political party? Number two, what if you're, you know, you have changed or number three, like, why does it matter? I I just feel really weird about it because then they tell you to go to like a certain station. So I'm like, are they putting like all of one party in one station and another party in another station? And it just like opens up the doors for, I don't know, voter fraud? Like, I just personally don't like it. I'm curious if you guys know why they do it this way. Um, and what you guys think, because I'm just not not a fan. And also, like, just because you're one political party, like, who says you're going to vote that way? It really depends on the year, right? Um, But that's, that's my rant. And I'm cold. So that's also my rant. But I don't understand the weather, too. It was so warm (laughs) the past few days. And now it is freezing. Um, But all right, we'll get into the crowding out concept. So this is actually, um, I did a training a few months ago for my girlfriend. She is a fitness coach and uh, she had me do or she asked me to do a training for her clients. Um, So it was 15 minutes. So it was a very simple concept. It wasn't anything crazy, but we decided to talk about crowding out. So this is really like the anti-diet and I thought it would be a really good episode to share with you guys, especially with the holidays coming up. This is a really good way to start thinking about just being healthier without being restrictive, without yo-yo dieting. We know that these restrictive diets do not work long term. You're going to, you know, maybe it'll work out for three months and then you're going to fall off and then get back on it and fall off again. It's just, 
it's not sustainable. <clears throat> so that's where this concept of crowding out comes in. So we're going to talk today about the standard American diet, restrictive eating, the mind, body, and soul connection, the crowding out method, moderation, and then I'm going to share some tips and examples. So the standard American diet, let's just talk about it. Americans are overfed and undernourished. The most obese children and adults in the country are also the most nutritionally deficient. So how does that make sense, right? They are eating a lot and they are nutritionally deficient. And it comes down to the foods that they are eating. When you think of the standard American diet, it's ultra processed. You have McDonald's and Burger Kings and all these fast food restaurants at every corner. You have french fries, burgers, donuts, cookies, waffles, hot dogs, um, processed snacks like pizza. And I'm a big pizza fan, by the way. But, you know, it's just the standard American diet is ultra processed and it is void of nutrients. It is less and less like food. I would not even consider most of this food. Okay. Now, Dr. Mark Hyman, if you don't know him, highly suggest checking him out. He has a quote that I want to reference. He says, Americans are suffering from massive nutritional deficiencies. The problem is that the standard American diet, also called the SAD diet, is energy dense, meaning too many calories, but nutrient poor. So there's not enough vitamins and minerals. And the more processed foods you eat, the more vitamins you need. So this is clearly an issue, right? When your body doesn't get the right nutrition, it keeps asking for more food because it's not satisfied. And this is the endless cycle of craving. It is a catch-22. People are eating more, but they're still not feeling satisfied. They're not feeling full, and they're continuously just eating and eating and eating. And it doesn't help that you have companies that literally hire full-time employees to create addictive flavors. Like, this is not a joke. There are full-time, full-time employees at companies, and their only job is to create artificial flavors that is going to make you come back and buy it again and again and again because it's that addictive. So that's the standard American diet. I'm sure we can all agree if we take a look um, at the grocery store and what's being sold to us, it's in a box, it's in a jar, it's, it's, most of it is very, very processed, um, which is unfortunate. And restrictive eatings or restrictive eating is oftentimes one of the first things people think about on their health and wellness journey. They're trying to avoid these unhealthy foods, which, of course, I understand. That's that's the goal, right? Um, but And this varies person by person, but typically it looks like someone restricting sweets or carbs or gluten or dairy or starting some sort of fad diet that their friend is doing or a celebrity is doing or so-and-so, their trainer at their gym who really doesn't know much about nutrition is telling them to do. And while the intention is positive, 
This is similar to a fad diet, right? And it can have negative impacts on our mind, our body, and our soul. So when it comes to our mind, Restricting certain foods is not typically sustainable. It can lead to binge eating. Um, Think about this time when someone told you you couldn't have something. Like you cannot have, you can't touch this button, right? You can't touch the red button. All you want to do now is touch that red button. So if you're there telling your mind you cannot have carbs, all you are going to want are carbs. And I'm not saying carbs are bad. I, carbs are very important in your diet. But just kind of saying, or you can't have a donut. You're going to want a donut, right? It, this is just, that. that's just how it works. It's the psychology of it. Um, and then you have your body connection. So you may see results and um, you may see results actually pretty fast. Like I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. Fad diets may and do work short term. But the problem is, is that they're not sustainable for the long haul. And as time goes on, it's going to be harder and harder for you to achieve your goals because there's no way for you to sustain this diet. You keep falling off and then restarting and falling off again, which is not sustainable for long term weight loss or maintenance or whatever you're looking to do. And then we have our soul connection. Um, If you have ever heard, and I'm sure you have, that, you know, soul food, right? And to some, food is a love language. I love food. I'm Italian and Greek. My my whole life <laughs> growing up revolves around food. You have a have a dinner party or you have a party, it revolves around food. What food are you going to get at the dinner? What, you know, like... It's just the way Italians and Greeks are. We always are around the kitchen. We're always around the table. We're always sharing food with other people, which brings us happiness. It brings us content. And that's really, really important, right? Um, It's just important to notice. So instead of removing foods and habits and thoughts and products, um, because that's very restrictive, right? Let's try and make this more progressive and try crowding out. So with that, that crowding out method is adding more healthy elements. So more healthy foods, more healthy products, thoughts, practices, whatever it may be. And with adding in these things, the less space you are going to have for the things that are not fulfilling you. Okay, so when we think about this in terms of food, So we're going to put the focus on adding more healthy foods to our plate, which will naturally lead to the crowding out of unhealthier foods because there is going to be less room on the plate to fill up with those unhealthy foods. Do you get what I'm saying? Whereas restrictive eating puts the focus on avoiding unhealthier foods, which can lead to binge eating and typically is not sustainable. We spoke about that. So the process of crowding out is very simple. Um, You start eating more whole foods. You fill your plate with vegetables and protein and then add in the rest. And then you tweak it from there, right? Find healthy alternatives to your favorite foods, whatever you love to make or you love to eat, and look for ways to make it healthier. 
have fun, experiment with different recipes, go at your own pace, take it one category at a time. You don't have to overhaul everything all at once, Um, but start focusing on what you can add into your meals to make them healthier. And then again, you'll have less room for the quote unquote bad stuff. And, you know, this is not a a fad diet. It's a lifestyle. So this is going to evolve forever. And you're going to make tweaks along the way that make sense for you, your goals, and things like that. Now, I do want to just put a, um, like, disclaimer here. Obviously, we do want to, like, avoid certain things. So those are easy things. So when it comes to inflammatory cooking oils like canola and vegetable and seed oils, you can easily swap those out for avocado and olive oil, right? So I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about in terms of crowding out is when you are building your plate, how you can make your plate healthier, right? So let's put this as an example. An example would be sugar. So when sugar is overconsumed, it can wreak havoc on the body from obesity to candida, diabetes, acne, mood swings, and all the things, right? Too much sugar also just prevents the body from functioning at its full capacity and can create disease. So we really want to avoid like artificial sugars and um, things like that, but there's ways to swap them out. So say we still want to bake cookies because, you know, it's a cold winter night and we're in the mood to bake a Christmas cookie. You can, but how can you make it healthier? I would look at the sugar and say, I'm not going to add cane sugar or anything like that. I'm actually going to use maple syrup or honey um, or coconut sugar, right? Those are better options when it comes to sugar. And moderation and and sustainability is key to whole body health. So if you find yourself consuming sweets like several times a day and experiencing energy highs and then energy lows, cravings, headaches, skin breakouts, then it's time to reduce your, your sugar intake, right? Our body gives us signs. We just have to listen to them and we have to remove the interferences. So that could be a sign to start reducing your sugar intake, but You can do that easily by swapping out and instead of using um, refined sugars, you're using unrefined sugars like I mentioned. So um, yeah, you can do it that way. And that way it's like crowding out naturally. It's far less effort. It's more positive. You're still having the cookie. You're still enjoying that cold like Christmas time night by the fireplace with your cookie and whatever. You can still get to enjoy those moments, but just a little bit healthier. So let's share a few um, more examples. Um, Let's say we're grocery shopping. Before we head down the processed food aisles, let's look at whole foods and reach for them. So as much whole foods we can fill our cart with, and by whole foods, I mean like one ingredient, right? And that is the food right? So a sweet potato, chicken, steak, things like that. And then when you're building your plate, add your vegetables and your protein like first and then fill with your uh, starches. um, And again, try and opt for like complex carbs. And then when it comes to just 
you know, making your plate, say you really want a pasta dish, try adding in vegetables. Maybe it's baby spinach to just add in more veggies to your life, right? Try and sneak them in in ways that you don't even realize, which can help satisfy some cravings because you're getting what you need nutritionally from those vegetables. Um, And then with snacks, obviously, you know, you're going to have some processed snacks in your pantry. Um, That's kind of unavoidable, especially for the long term. But try and opt for veggies and hummus or an orange, a piece of dark chocolate, um, things like that. And just just a reminder before we close out today's episode, health is a journey, you guys. It is not a destination. You are not going to do everything today and no longer have to worry about it the next few weeks. That is not how wellness works. Your goals are attainable through healthy and sustainable nutrition and lifestyle habits, but you're constantly going to have to tweak depending on how your lifestyle changes. What your life is today will likely not be what it's like in five years from now. If you look five years back, I'm sure you can write down of multiple different ways on how much your life has changed or, you know, think about it. I'm now working from home. Five years ago, I was commuting to the office. My lunches looked very differently because I had to pack them in a way that I could eat them at at school. No, not school, (laughs) at work. Um, Whereas today, I can really eat anything for lunch. I can make something from scratch. I can have leftovers. I have a lot more flexibility. Um, So you're going to have to adapt as your life changes, but the goal is just to make sustainable habits. You do not need to go to extremes to reach whatever goal you may have. Your goals are in reach within sustainable ways. And so this is a good place to start if you simply just don't know what to do. Like, you know that you have to make a change. You know you want to be sustainable, but you have no idea what to do. Just stop overcomplicating it and start adding in more healthy foods, more real whole foods that are going to nourish your body in ways that processed foods will never be able to do. So that is crowding out um, and today's episode. So yeah, I will chat with you guys next week. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at wellnesswithkc. If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.